Welcome to Intuition, Your First Sense. This is the podcast that demystifies intuition, helps you with direction in your life, and brings a little humor, and I hope an irreverent look at being human while choosing to come into this lifetime from that very powerful soul you are. When I first started this podcast, I would get on and just talk about whatever came to my head as part of a subject matter during the week. Usually it came up because of a conversation with a client or you know, just learning about intuition. And I always had this process, I had it written out, and still do this, bullet points, you know, conversation things, one-liners or quotes that I wanna remember, that I wanna bring up. And today I was feeling like, I don't wanna do that. I want to get on and have a conversation like I've done in the past where I'm like, hey, how you doing? What's going on in your world that is tripping you up, that's challenging you, that's creating a bit of conflict even within yourself and to have a dialogue. So this is my request out to you to have that conversation. So send me whatever subject matter you're interested in, you have questions on, anything I can help you in the coaching. I do business, intuitive, personal trauma release, um, some opening up your heart, connecting with your soul. You know when they say find a niche? Yeah, that's never really worked for me because people are my niche. And I love helping in any way that I can help in combination of using my intuitive abilities and you know willingness to see everything that someone's got going for them and the 20 almost 22 years of experience going here so i thought i would get on and just share something that happened today and you can probably hear it in my voice it made me laugh because i felt like afterwards i i was reflecting on it as I was driving and thinking, you know what? This is a pretty good analogy. And if you've listened to any of my shows or you've done coaching with me, I love a good analogy. I think our brains learn that way. I think, you know, maybe it needs a picture, maybe it needs the words, maybe you need to get your hands on it. But no matter what way that presents, I feel like we are experiential beings. We are emotional beings. And then logic comes in after both of those things. So I think the more that we experience and then we acknowledge that experience, it locks it in the brain somewhere. And it's like, oh yeah, that does make sense and helps it to click in. And that's often when I'm working with someone, it I will often hear a, an analogy or a reference from my guides that makes sense to the person I'm working with, even when it doesn't make sense to myself. So one time I was working with a master electrician. I didn't know he was an electrician yet. Um, I could tell that he had a really good sense of laying things out and he liked things orderly. And I could tell that about him, but we hadn't really gone into the business part of it because he was there for personal, more personal reasons and spiritual reasons and not necessarily the work stuff. But then I remember saying to him, you know how when you have the panel box and you put everything into one fuse and you and it just keeps popping you just keep popping that circuit breaker and 
then an, someone qualified would come along and say, well, you can, your system can handle the load. It just needs to be evened out. We can't have everything pulling on one and expect it to work optimally, which I hope the people who rent my, the condo I was renting out get this. I almost left the note on the fuse box saying, don't plug something in in the bedroom and in this outlet in the living room if you want them both to work at the same time. <laughs> but they'll probably figure it out the same way I did. So with this, with this gentleman, once I explained that, you could see like something just light up in him. He got that. And then we had a pretty good laugh over the fact that he was a master electrician and my very rudimentary layperson's <laughs> explanation of a panel box probably cracked him up a little bit, along with whatever vocabulary I was using that wasn't quite accurate. So I think our brain works this way. And this morning I was coming back from a strength workout with my amazing trainer, Justin, and I was feeling pretty good about myself, had some personal bests, thank you very much, in the squat and in the bench press, which is just hysterical because I got wimpy arms when I'm laying down. Um, you need me to pick up something, you need me to move a car, I can help you. But man, when I'm laying down, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna push the car off myself. Um, so anyway, I'm coming back. I had to stop at my storage unit and pick up some paperwork and my, even though when I was packing this thing, the storage unit, I said to myself, you need to leave your filing cabinet by the front door so you can just get to it whenever you need it. But then I overrode myself and I'm like, well, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna make aisles. And that's the way I'm gonna do this so I can access it from both sides. There's no problem. Yeah, totally underestimated that my couch and this great big chaise that I own, that two people can have a lovely nap on um, would have to go in there and there went my aisles. So I'm looking at this <laughs> cacophony of stuff that I own and I'm pretty mini minimalistic, but once you put it all in a 10 by 10 space, it just doesn't look minimalistic. So I'm like, okay, I gotta go up and over and around because I know where the filing cabinet is. So thanks to the working out that I do and the lunges that I cannot stand, but we still do, I am able to, you know, stretch these short little stubby legs up over things and be able to, you know, move with a fair range of motion. And I'm grateful for that. And then, <laughs> so I go up and climb this mountain, go over, and yes, there was a little part of me that found it really fun. And then as I go around the back, I get down, I look, I'm like, oh boy, there was only room once I moved some stuff from the angle I was at for me to drop down in, kind of like you would drop down into one of those sewer openings. Like there was not a lot of space. Hip width, my hip width was all that was available. And I was like, oh, that's fine. I got this. So I hop down in there and I finagle things, move things around, look through the file. Yeah, the paper's not there. And then I think, well, I don't know where it is. And um, I just need to get on with my day and figure out, which was kind of frustrating because I file things and it's a layover of the medical billing days where you just file everything because you're going to have to put your hands on it in this yes, very laughingly paperless society. So then I have to get back out, 
right? So I am down in this hole and I look around me and I'm like, I'm gonna have to lift my ample butt out of here. And then I was like, okay, no problem. So my arms were a little bit jelly from today's workout, but thankfully I wasn't too far out. So they didn't know we weren't done working out. So I lift myself up and you know, that's a, it's a pretty good ask of my arms to lift my whole body because my gravitational pull is impressive. And then I pop up, I get out, I find some other stuff that I need to take home, throw that in the car. And as I'm driving away, this is the part where it'll actually make sense. But hey, thanks for visiting my storage unit with me. I remember thinking now, never in my wildest dreams would I think, boy, I better do these dips, these pull-ups, these push-ups, um, and stretching and um, twisting and all this stuff that I do with my physical body so that I could push, pull myself out of a hole. And then I was like, whoa, that's actually a really good metaphor for life, right? You're preparing yourself for what's coming up. And this was not a traumatic event. This was a lot of fun, but I still have been preparing myself to be able to do that. And I remember having a conversation with Justin one time. <laughs> I hurt my back um, lifting something too heavy. My, I already had a back injury, but um, I aggravated it. It would be a better way to say it by lifting something too heavy when I wasn't warmed up, totally on me. And I said to him, I'm never doing deadlifts again. And you know what? There was a part of me that actually meant it. As much as I, I am learning to like the strength training, I meant it. That was the most painful, including childbirth pain that I have been through. And ladies, I've had three uterine biopsies. So can I get a oh yeah? So anyway, I said to him, I'm never doing those again. And then the next month I moved. Well, if you're picking up boxes, you're deadlifting. If you're moving furniture, you're deadlifting and you better have good form or you're gonna hurt yourself all over again. So what it dawned on me that all these things that we go to a gym, we, we ask a trainer to help us with or we do on our own, we're actually preparing our bodies to live life. We're preparing our bodies to be able to lift us out of a hole. And to me, I was like, yes, this is a very literal example, but this is also why we do the psychological work. This is also why we do the spiritual work. It's why we need to ask why in every day of our existence. Why am I feeling this way? Why do I continue to talk to myself this way? And not in a derogatory beat yourself up way, but in a a quest, like an understanding and unearthing of all of those patterns that have been laid down or learning that you wanted to do in this lifetime. And, you know, just all of the things that come with being a human. And I feel and know that the soul comes in all excited to be human. And I felt like as I was driving away, not only was I so grateful that I have healed from, <laughs> it's been a couple years of some physical injuries. I was so grateful that my body could do that. My own spirit said, oh, just go up over there, get down there, jump down there, get the paper, get out. You know, and, and that my 
emotional self didn't freak out, didn't get scared or anything like that. Now, if you're asking me to jump or to scale a very narrow ledge over a ravine, admittedly, I don't like that. I don't like it at all. But that to me is something that you make a choice over, right? You can decide what level of fear place do you want to place yourself in? And there are some hikes that I've done where I've just had to say, just give me a moment and I will do this. And I'm saying that to myself as well as my hiking partner, Killington being one of them, just give me a moment, just give me a moment and I will get there. And I feel like these are the skills laid down by working with my clients. Like I've done this work, I've done my own psychological work, my own healing and years of therapy and coaches of every sort actually and investing in my own self, whether it was through reading or listening to other podcasts, uh, books on audio, attending seminars, all of this work that you put in pays off. And it may not be an, you know, apple to apple. So my ability to pull myself out of that hole in the, um, in the storage unit, you better believe the next time my doubts hit and my feelings of, well, I can't do that. Or who wants to hear me talk about their soul connection or any of those human things that come in, you better believe I'm going to have an image of pulling myself out of that two by two <laughs> square and not being able to rely on standing on something or anything just to use these arms. And you you better believe that I'm going to remind myself somewhere that, you know, six months ago, could you have done that? Probably, but with pain um, and, and some fear that I would get hurt in another way. So this movement that happens when you're investing in yourself, maybe you're, it's the first time you've ever shown up in a gym. Maybe it's the first walk you've gone with someone and you admit to them, I really need to get my fitness together. Um, maybe it's admitting that you don't love what you do for income, for work, and that you have this amazing idea, but you're afraid to share it or you're afraid to um, explore it because it might have you sound odd or weird or what I'd like to call unique and interesting. Um, so many people say to me, this is going to sound weird, Vicki, to which I usually get a pretty good chuckle out of because I stare off into space and read your energy field and you're thinking I'm going to think you're going to say something weird. Not going to happen. Have you ever wondered where your soul is? How you can be in touch with it? How you can use it and communicate with it with your human senses as well as your intuition? I wondered this for a long time and as I practiced and learned how to do it, I have now created a course that you can take that is self-guided along with some live events with me that can help you to connect to your soul as well and to use this amazing collaboration between your human self and your soul to empower your life, to create what you'd like to have and most importantly to be able to feel that you belong, that you are amazing, and then what would you like to do with that in the world? So head on over to the website, vickybaird.com, 
check it out and sign up and let me know if you need any help. I've talked before about micro movements and how those small movements add up. And some of this process of life needs an acknowledgement that you've done it, that you are capable, that you have success in the past. So the next time you are feeling like, I just can't do that, or that's silly, or, you know, dumb, or no one cares, do you care? Because if you care, that's enough. And if it matters to you, that is enough. And I am seeing so many people becoming aware of their own heart centers, of their own desire for a life that is more fulfilling than just what did I put in my 401k this week and more fulfilling than making sure other people pay attention to us or care about us. And it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And I'm blown away by the courage that I see on a daily basis with my clients. And I borrow from that. So when I'm feeling like not so sure of myself, I will say, but remember what she committed to doing and then she came back to the meeting and she had done it. So look around for the examples if you need to borrow from that. And, you know, I got to the gym all those years ago because I so trusted in Justin as a person. Um, I didn't know anything about his training other than he had done all the college stuff and he had all the credentials, but I knew who he was as a person. And that was vitally important to me that someone would understand that this is going to be a mental game as much as it's going to be a physical game. And some days it was way more mental than physical. And some days life in general is way more mental than physical. So if you're feeling stuck, in a two by two square in whatever your storage unit looks like do something get the physical invested if you put some action behind it micro movements matter if you put some action behind it i promise you you will feel a level of success now you'll have to allow yourself to feel that so that could be another conversation that you have of do I have a hard time giving credit to myself a lot of the times someone will in coaching um, someone just said this to me the other day she's like how do you take my convoluted mess and have it all make sense and I'm like well because you make sense and what you're saying makes sense you're just tripped up over what it will sound like if you said it as concisely as I say it, but I'm not attached to whether somebody cares about it or not. It's not my dream. I care about you, um, but I'm not invested in whether somebody likes this or not. And we're not talking feasibility of a business, if that's the case. And I, <laughs> I do feel like sometimes I have to say, are we sure? Did we do any market studies? Yada, yada. But being able to succinctly give my clients what they're all confused about is one of my gifts. And that is something that I absolutely love. So, but that came about through incremental movement too. It came about from doing intuitive readings, getting bored with that. Yeah. Um, 
and, and learning from those who have crossed in mediumship, getting bored with that. Um, wanting to understand neuropathway work, I don't, will never be bored of that because it just fascinates me so much. And then really loving business development and helping people to create product. And see why I can't find a niche? I bore easily. It takes years, but I do. And that's part of expansion, right? So this whole process of incremental steps of working on dips before I could even lift myself out of that hole. I don't like dips, don't like them, but you better believe I'm appreciative of them now. And also, you know, doing some work that I didn't like to do in the past and getting clear about, well, what do I want to do? So whatever you have going on in your life, and I know this is all over the place, but I just felt like I had to come on and do basically a stream of consciousness and hope you <laughs> receive any kind of clarity from this rambling that whatever you want to do, you are capable of doing. It is possible to do it, but do you have the belief in yourself and in your ability to carry it out? Because if you don't, you need to go back and do those push-ups. You need to do the emotional, the spiritual, the physical, the metaphysical work to be able to support yourself as you make changes. And there's a podcast coming up about changes because there's so much that people are going through. And you know, life is about change. Recognizing that you have these skill sets to build on or that you have these characteristics or you have this um, beautiful dream of something. It's important to listen to that and to understand that no, it's not gonna work without some action. You gotta move your butt. But you also have to address the blocks or any kind of doubts that are there too. And sometimes that can seem like it's a heavier lift than whatever the physical aspect of things are doing. So what I'd like for you to do, I would love for you to spend some moments, let's do 15 minutes. 15 minutes of contemplating what do you love? What lights your heart up and please don't take this as you have to go then do it what makes you happy um, right now i am looking out at this beautiful expanse of trees that's beyond my office and it's a quite breezy day and i've been watching the leaves just dance and just play and just move with whichever way the breeze comes down over the hill now that makes me very happy is that a transferable skill to um, some type of work well, I could teach you how to move the energy that way, but I don't want to. <laughs> um, so, well, I want to teach you. I just don't want to only do that. So that would be something that I would put on my list of lights me up. I love uh, dad jokes. I love puns. The worse they are, the better they are. I would put that on the list of things that I love. Um, animals. Uh, what lights me up, um, a great cup of coffee, uh, my connection to spirit, um, a belly laugh, uh, the tears because you know somebody's hurting but that hug just helped reinforce them. You know, things of that nature where 
what moves you emotionally what helps you feel because feeling is behind the magic and everything and and allowing yourself to feel and be aware of what you're feeling and then be willing to look at it and then be willing to shift it uh, and appreciate it it's the key to just about everything peeps so what i'd love for you to do is 15 minutes of that um, it's okay if it's not 15 minutes of writing that 15 minutes of capturing it, 15 minutes of acknowledging. Let stuff just pop into your head. Take the time and allow it to go in. Uh, you've scrolled your social media for more than 15 minutes without even having a conscious thought. Do this and have the conscious thought. Um, and then what I would love for you to do is just allow that to be there. Just allow it to be there and then pay attention when things start popping up more and more and you start seeing the connection between things more and more because the connection and the long story long here wasn't the big message wasn't yay Vicky could lift her butt up out of a hole it was wow I really do have the strength the capability and the belief in myself to lift lift myself out of any hole be it emotional, physical, financial, spiritual, um, relationship, any of it. And that right there, oof, that's an awareness and that's a gift that's probably going to reverberate for a few, well, I hope a good long time for me. I want that for you. So take the time to feel your way in appreciation to know what you love, to know what supports you, to know how to appreciate who you are. And then let that germinate within yourself and let it be reflected back in the world to you. And then just find some wonder out there, okay? Find some amazement at being human. Find some joy in soul connection and in understanding well dang that might just be the reason we're here is to experience joy what if it was that simple hint it is that simple but what if it was that simple and yet so dang challenging to get to it used to frustrate me that people would say to me you're so strong you're so strong because then the it felt like the inference there was I could never be vulnerable. I could never be tearful. And unfortunately, I've had some reflection of that, that people didn't like it when I got tearful because I'm supposed to be the strong one, right? So I used to really resent that and I didn't like hearing that. Um, and I was tired, <laughs> so tired of being strong. And today I'm like, you know what? I'm strong. And I got that strength from all the times I felt broken down and all the times I felt injured or hurt and I got determined to build my own strength up again. And I know that you as a human have walked through some of these things and you might have very different experiences, but I want you to understand your own value, your own worth, your own amazingness, and to also see the messages that are hidden within everyday activities. And just like you might not like doing crunches or you might not like doing spinal twists, but you know what? They're part of the physical apparatus we, we have and 
most of us don't work the land and do physical jobs, so we have to find a way to incorporate that. And I feel like that's appreciation of this physical body that we have. So I have rambled long enough um, and gone off on my tangents. I thank you for being patient if you stuck around to see, is she ever gonna get to a friggin' point? Um, eventually I do. <laughs> so the point here is collect the things in your life, be willing to see those moments that could be stumbling blocks, that could prevent you from doing things as learning opportunities. And then also see them as, you know what? I freaking rock. I did that. Um, and be willing to reach your arm high, bend it backwards and pat yourself on that back because I believe in you. Do you? See you in the next episode. If this is something you feel would be beneficial to you, feel free to pop on over to the website, vickybaird.com, V-I-C-K-I-B-A-I-R-D.com, or at Coach Vicki Baird on all the social platforms.